Yo, what's up, my man? Give me just a second, guys. I'm going to tweet this out here in a second. Dude, I just realized I accidentally unpinned my uh, Wonky Songs tweet. I need to put it back up there. Um, but yeah, what's going on tonight, Bog? Well, we'll get Bog here in a second. If you guys would like to come up and join the stage as well, I know we've got a few people on their way right now. Feel free to hit that request button, and we will get you guys up here. All right, we got Rooster coming up. Yeah, sorry, I got on his way. No, no, I got rugged for a second. No, what's up, Coach? Thanks for the invite. Yeah, man, thanks for coming on up. I do have an exam in the mornings. I don't know how long I'll be in here, but how do you feel about the exam? Absolutely terrible, if I'm being honest. See, <laughs> what's it in? It's a radiology and pathology exam, and I'm going into psychiatry. So oh, it'll be interesting for me. Sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to lie to myself and act like I'm interested in it. Well, best of luck, man. Appreciate you coming up here for a bit anyway. Rooster, how's it going? Yo, yo, what up, what up? Man, just trying to get the room set up right now. Um, nice, yeah. And, uh, it's a chill day for me. Um, me and the girlfriend went uh, to brunch this morning. Walked around outside, and it was pretty sunny. So, uh, yeah, it felt pretty nice. Love to hear it, man. Love to hear it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been a pretty chill day for me, too. Can't complain. I mean, I've had a bunch of random things going on, but nothing too insane. Um, But, yeah, you know, like, I, I I won't lie, Bog. I was a little bit surprised whenever I woke up this morning. That was pretty freaking insane. Dude, so I would have – I could have probably bought the floor up that half an ETH, but this Ponzi thing just wound up being so stupid, and I – Round trip like twenty ETH and unrealized gains, but I think Messi still has a huge bag. Is it like the, God bless. I'm sorry, the Ponzi thing. Like that that thing was just we hope we found like their test net contract and the devs are just a bunch of jeets, like a bunch of idiots. So like we just and it, the thing made no sense and like the mystery. Like if they were dumb enough to leave breadcrumbs, I'm like, oh. so you found it before so the thing it was released. Wanted, yeah, like the we found the testnet contract and we found the people behind it and then like the and then we found out there is no secret sauce. These guys are just dummies. So you're, you're telling me the Ponzi was a Ponzi. Yes, the Ponzi was it wasn't even a good Ponzi. It was just a <laughs> dumb Ponzi. Like like you got to make it mysterious and cool and then we just like found out everything like so yeah, would, like, no more Ponzi for me. Well, they like I don't know. Like we we like found like the wallets and like you know like the tokens that they had inside, and then we went to the Telegram group and find out like who they're doing the the launch with, and like we found the guy's Twitter, <laughs> like the guy behind the account. I'm like, these guys are not smart. So if we can do that, like this this you know like Occam's razor, these guys are just dopes. So no shit, you know, man. Well, you we know, just... here, here's the deal with Messi though. Messi just likes to. <laughs> He likes to enter different plays and farm. 
right? Like that is what Messi does whenever yeah. he buys up a chunk of the yeah. supply of something. Like, and if it, you know, from there, like he's never going to sell it. He's not going to do anything with it. It is just whatever transactions happen within the pool. Like he will rake in those fees and he is content with that. But like, he's not really looking for two. So he, like when he looks for a project this is what I've realized. He looks for just like what has the potential for super high volume. For sure. No, and that's the thing, too. Like, we all, like, had way better entries. Like, we minted that thing. But um, we thought, like, it was going to be, like, a big meme because of the whole bonk thing. But uh, I don't know. It just – it didn't work out. So what I did is I sold everything and I just swept the stocks with whatever I had. So Freaking love it, man. I mean – That was going to be the rotation anyway. Freaking love to see it. Yeah. Dude, it, it... You know, I've got to bring up also the freaking hack that happened earlier, man. I freaking hate seeing that because, like, looking through that wallet of the guy that had, like, he had such a freaking solid collection, man. Uh, I don't think anybody has heard from him yet so far, but, you know, just awful, awful to see. Um, if you're in the audience and you're like basically a guy um, in the stonk community had the same type of thing happen to him as what Kevin Rose had happened to him yesterday. Um, so just be careful. You know, there is a clear cut phishing scam that's going on right now. And just, I don't know, man. I mean, it's, it's dangerous. Um, you know, he, he lost like a bunch of freaking grails and, and that are like, you know, the guppy that was listed at 0.34 ETH. Thankfully, that and the the super bullish stock, which I think that was the third most bullish return in the entire collection. Um, you know, a couple of things like that that were just floored. And, you know, he's still, there's still, you know, a decent amount of those that are floored there on X2Y2. Um, but yeah. Can I buy those right now? I'm, just to hold them? Or? I mean, you could, man. But here's the way that I look at it. Like, with that type of thing, you can, and I, I guess it's a way to ensure it, but at the same time, the way I look at it, it, it kind of sucks, right? Like, I would never ask somebody to buy it just to, you know, immediately give it back without the other person paying, but I would say if the other person has the ETH that you paid for it to be able to claim it back, you know, I think that's kind of the proper etiquette for this type of thing, right? You know, so it's one of those things where it sucks, but it's like, you know, eventually somebody's going to have to pick it up. Right. You know, so I think the proper etiquette with that type of thing. And that's what like, you know, uh, wonky captain who picked up, uh, you know, both of those grails that I mentioned earlier. I know he said that he would, you know, do that if the guy ends up getting back to him. But I mean, if somehow a guy never gets back to him, then it's like, what can you do? Right. So hopefully, hopefully the guy like, you know, and, I would love to be able to see what happened too. I think knowing exactly what link that he got tricked by would be really useful for everybody else. Um, but again, you know, it's one of those things. If you're in the audience, I think what happened, you know, he, he basically um, signed a transaction that allowed any approved OpenSea collection that he had um, to immediately be sold for zero. So, all of his stocks were the only thing that he had in his wallet that were approved. He had some other things that were worth, you know, something, but they weren't approved collections. He hadn't set the approval on OpenSea. The stocks were, though, so those were immediately drained, sent to X2, Y2. Exact same thing that happened to Kevin Rose with his autoglyph and his squiggles. 
Yeah, man, that's scary. I, like, I is it like just an open sea, like a sea, like it, uh, like I don't know what the hell. I didn't really actually look into that, but so you gotta like go to uh, cash and and you know revoke access to everything if you haven't done that already. So here's what he said. You know, I was talking to uh, that Nick guy that um, I was in the space with yesterday. Kind of like a funny coincidence that I was in the space with him the day before this went down. But uh, he was like, yeah. So what happened is the victim signed an OpenSea seaport message, which allowed the hacker to buy the NFTs for zero ETH. And that's the thing that I'm not sure of, though. Like, and, you know, this shows my ignorance. My, like, I, I, I'm i looking into I just haven't had time to dive into it yet. But, like, what the hell is a seaport message on OpenSea? Like, what does that look like? I'm sure it was something. I, I think what it is is, like, a URL that is linked to this open sea transaction thing that like somehow it's malicious in the way that it interacts and it allows them access to your open sea for the approved collections. But um, yeah, I don't know. Apparently he said there are three different groups that he's tracked down three separate groups. that are all running this exact same type scam right now. So it's something that's pretty rampant. And again, I just want to know exactly what the, like, because has Kevin Rose even shared what, what happened to him exactly yet? Yeah, I, did he post it? I, I thought he posted a thread. I actually, I haven't like looked into it, but um, does anyone else know on the, on the stage? No, I'm uh, looking now to see if I can find anything if he posted it. If he posted anything. Dude, I was going to say that the guy who did get the, the wonkies fished, uh, he did tweet a cube earlier and say that you know he did get fished but he didn't say anything after that dang man i mean i oh, it hurts to hear um so i mean uh, I, I know there were a couple guys that tried dming him and i i guess right now all we can do is just wait and see and you know hopefully Hopefully something works out and he's able to get some of those stonks that he really, you know, really liked, uh, you know, some of those blue chips back in his wallet. Um, but yeah, man, pick God, how are you doing tonight? I'm chilling, man. I'm just vibing, you know, and taking it in, enjoying it as usual. Super bullish on the stonks. I was just downstairs, like showing them to my brother's friends for a while, but, uh, Vibe, man. Looking forward to some bullish price action here, hopefully over the next week or so. Yeah, man. I mean, I I think whatever just happened with Bitcoin, that whole thing right there, again, it's one of those things going back to what I said earlier. You know, it didn't break the range lows, right? Like, I think it's one of those things where there's a lot of chop that's happening right now within that 22 to 3, 23, 3 range. I think it's all just noise before the next move higher. I still think that next move higher is coming. Um, all totally the, agree, you know, everything. I'm ready. Damn right, it's coming. So, but yeah, man. I mean, I. But you know, at the same time, I, I think something that can't be overstated is there are a lot of NFT projects right now. As far as the quality rotation, you know, that's why title of the space is blue chip season, is because a lot of those strong projects that kind of kick things off in December through the beginning of this month. Um, you know, as far as the consolidation of the bounce back, like they look pretty strong right now as far as, uh, you know, the potential slowly starting to creep back toward those highs. Yeah, I mean, we, we needed a, l- a couple of weeks to consolidate. 
I think that's what's happening. And I mean, I posted the pudgy chart yesterday. I posted um, the wonky chart today. But I mean, I I did do a little painting with the wonky chart. But I mean, we were holding point three regardless, and someone has to to lead the charge. You know, um, we, I, I actually knocked out a lot, a couple, a lot of like single stonk owners that were just listing there. I don't know if it were bots or um, what the case is, but you know. It is what it is, um, and I saw lumber. I think lumber's up to 143. I'm at 187, so um, I might get to 200. We'll see, but um, I think that'll that'll be a sweet spot. You know, two two percentage some change, but yeah. Dude, I freaking love to see it, man. You're slowly trying to catch up to me i mean not slowly quickly trying to catch up to me um yeah dude like i, I mean again the stocks are inevitable we had a lot of spaces titled that but like it, it's the truth of the matter right you know when you look at where we are what what has managed to happen versus where you know where we're heading i, I think it's pretty obvious that the stocks are inevitable um you know it's something that after this much of a grind to get back to these levels, like, you know, one way or the other, man, it is like, it's going to happen. You know, it's been, it's been long enough. And, you know, here, here's the deal. Even if it takes, you know, a couple months longer, whatever the heck it takes to do it, you know, we're going to put in the work to get there. And I think that's the important thing with anything really is again, looking for those projects where you have the consistency, right? Because even if something doesn't happen immediately the way that you think that it will or want it to, Right. Like it's about looking for the people that continue to show up because the people that continue to show up are the ones that have the, you know, have the mindset, the work ethic to be able to make it happen and to be able to reach that next level. You know, I can think of so many projects throughout the summer um, that were that same way. Right. That just weren't getting the love that they deserved. And all it took was a few weeks to really start to take off. And, you know, I think it's the exact same type thing here. It won't take much as far as a catalyst to really set things back into motion. The yeah. longer we range, the harder we sin, right? What do you think? What do you think happens first? BTC making the move or NFT like, you know, uh, like something like the pudgies kind of trending up? Whichever one values or whichever one benefits the CZ. <laughs> so. I think BTC makes the first move, honestly. Um, you know, that's my my opinion with it. Whether that is right or not, we'll see. But um, I don't know, man. I think BTC is not going to stay in this range that it's in too much longer. Like, you know, it doesn't have to happen in the next 24 hours. But, you know, whenever it happens over the course of the next few days or a couple of weeks, like it's going to send out of this range one way or the other. And who knows? I mean, I guess if it does somehow take up to a couple more weeks, which I really don't think that it will, I guess in that type of scenario, maybe you'll have a couple of these projects like the Pudgies that end up getting bought up and start taking off earlier. Um, but if it takes a few days, then I don't think that anything is going to outpace BTC. <laughs> so I guess it's just a matter of, you know, when the uh, when the actual squeeze happens, Fidgetal, welcome up to the stage. How is it going today? I'm good. Is my, is my mic okay? Yeah, mic is perfect. Cool. I have a uh, multiple phone, weird headphones to Bluetooth thing. Um, I've been doing a lot of analysis because I, I do a lot of R between crypto uh, money markets and NFTs. 
my analysis thus far, and I'm, I'm, I'm always open and interested in hearing other people's perspective, is uh, uh, blue chip crypto, and we can call those the, the top five, tend to follow money markets, especially tech money markets at the moment. Uh, there's also a general trend post, uh, post the new year uh, in terms of post-taxes, Fed uh, announcements. Uh, we we saw that with Bitcoin, Ethereum, and, and another of the the top, what I consider non alts, following uh, usually crypto only ver- diverges from that in terms of uh, free liquidity. So when we had um, uh, government subsidies and stuff during COVID, extra cash, people are, are throwing that into crypto um, because of its correlation with. Uh, uh, traditional money markets and the opportunity for higher returns and gambling. Uh, I think that what we saw was a, a, an increase in uh, ETH, Bitcoin, those for me are interchangeable in terms of uh, liquidity for Ethereum and some of the, the, the altcoins, I mean, alt yeah, wait, NFT Fidgel, projects. Fidgel, let me stop you real quick. I, sure. I, I won't lie, I'm a little bit lost on where, where you're heading with oh, this. Like, okay. Just if you can reset kind of... You know, what, sure. you're, what you're talking through. Sure. I'm pretty sure that uh, uh, more divergent NFT projects are pumping right now because of the general liquidity increase of BTC and Ethereum in general. Um, what I think would have been a bull because of uh, January trends might not have the, the general pump that we usually see because we've diversified into multiple projects instead of consolidating into a few. So I foresee, unless... BTC and Ethereum has a, a, a nice big pump that will see large retracements in the NFT space, um, unfortunately. Okay, so you're you're on the boat that if BTC has a big pump, that it absorbs the liquidity instead of the other way around. Um, and hey, I, I mean, I respect the take, right? Like, you know, I think it's something that people, you know, should think through that it definitely is a possibility. I mean, I... Like I said, I feel that way with the rest of the alt market, but, you know, altcoin with pictures, I still do think some of those charts right now um, look like they can break that trend. And the only reason that I'm really diving into that, too, is, you know, thinking back to like whenever, you know, the summer bounce back in 21, whenever ETH did take off the floor, um, you know, BTC was pumping at the same time. Like NFTs didn't sell off into that strength. So it's not something that happens every single time that you do see a strength in the USD price of these assets. Um, you know, so I I don't expect a full blown every single Just NFT th- collection think about, across think the about your, takes off. Think about your own decision making, right? Ships can. When do you decide whether you're gonna take a flyer on on, on a hype project? And or sell off projects that you think might 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 dive and then consolidate either into uh, blue chip projects or uh, cash out quote unquote into a more uh, predictable ETH uh, uh, Bitcoin or just cash right your decisions oh, well, no, are no, no. I'm exactly where yeah I'm exactly on the same boat as you then if, if that's what you're saying then I'm exactly in the same boat I feel like that's why I, I've got the space title blue chip season because I think that it's going to be the blue chips that run. Right. Like, you know, basically, if it's not a blue chip, it doesn't, you know, it's not going. Everything's going to be rotating into strength right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, 
uh, and I think it's I think it's a very dangerous time for projects to, to be to be flirting with blue chip discussions. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm a part of a kid called Beast. I, I love them. Uh, I, I think that it, it's a tough road ahead. I think it's a tough road ahead for anything that's made traditional or or, or potentially artificial pumps, uh, uh, kilobears, and, and, and other projects. Uh, at the end of the day, we got to think like like ourselves, right? And, and what are we doing with when we when we ex we're exposed to risk, right? We make a decision about where we're going to park that capital, uh, whether and what we think is the safest. So it's really for me a balance of uh, of risk uh, appetite, and I don't think that lasts much longer in my opinion. Fair enough, man. Um, yeah, but Bog, looking at it though, I, you know, yes, the question: What do you think is going to take off first? Bitcoin or the pudgies? I mean, like one way or the other, the pudgies are like, they're closing in on that 12K gap as far as the 12K USD all-time high. I really think regardless of whatever happens first, I I think they send whenever that happens, right? Like, I don't think that it's just an effect of ETH going up and the, you know, the ETH floor price going down. I think both end up sending with that psychological um barrier finally being broken and I, I really do think that you know you're you're still gonna have a rotation into quality with that and you know as the pudgies lift off a bunch of the other ecosystems you've seen that have been strong that have been running with it have another leg too you know like i don't i don't think in that process that you're gonna have more of the dgen type of shit like the ponzi's and stuff no no i i, I, I called it no i that was the i, I want to yeah. i want to argue That's... the counter Kaleo, if you wouldn't mind let's hear it let's hear it do so i think the more people make off of their their blue chip trusted i knew this was gonna go up ism the more conviction they'll have moving around the market and they'll probably be more willing to make degenerate plays. And that's when you start to see the bull market yeah. for the NFTs start to take off without the need for Bitcoin to be blasting off to, to instigate it. Because as soon as people start profiting off of the things that they held when everything went to fucking near zero and people start taking that profit and rolling it into other stuff, exactly what you saw happen with Bonk. As soon as Bonk got airdropped to everybody and then everybody sold it for a maximum profit, every other thing in the area started pumping because now everybody's a genius and they got liquid again. Fair enough, man. I mean, hey, you know, like that would be even better, right? Like I would be perfectly fine with that. So, I, you know, what I do wonder and I still think it has a chance to be the catalyst. A lot of people, I feel like I just haven't even heard a single conversation about the uh, blur airdrop coming up. But, you know, we are closing in on, you know, like, it's only a little over two weeks away right now. And I really think leading up to that blur airdrop and immediately after it, you're going to see an increase in activity. You know, one, as people continue to uh, farm whatever the rewards are, two, you know, as people are anticipating, literally, it's just the anticipation of the drop too, right? Like, because, you know, along with it, regardless of what it's worth, whether it's pennies or not, you know, like there's going to be something, some type of value that's airdropped in NFT DGEN wallets. And what do NFT DGENs do with anything that's put in their wallets? They buy more NFTs. So. Yeah. We could use a nice little airdrop. 
Um, I mean, I, I don't know how nice it, it like, again, I think everyone needs to temper their expectations <laughs> with what they think they're going to receive from Blur. Um, but I don't know. It was a box opening, uh, opening simulator. I think Blur has, is awesome, though, honestly. I think the product is solid, um, you know, using it over the last couple of weeks. And, and um, the bids just provided a ton of liquidity, which has been super helpful. So um, I think it's, it, you know, I've been, I think that's why, like, you see, like, OpenSea, like, for major collections, like, you, I just see, like, Blur listings, like, outpacing OpenSea, like, two to one. It's, like, kind of crazy. Um, I guess some collections, like, they don't uh you can you can opt out of blur because people were farming the airdrop but um yeah I, if you're if you're still looking to to bid to like you know place bids and stuff i wouldn't even bother at this point it's mainly the royalty factor um people saving the extra percentages being able to say uh sell for like the same price um and take less of a loss whenever pretty much being able to undercut their own nft from OpenSea. Yeah, I, was yeah I, I think it's a combo of both, right? Like, I think that it's people farming, then also people, you know, same same things what Rooster's saying, where you know, if you can cut out part of whatever the the royalty is on it, you know, a lot of people are like, well, that's uh, you know, whatever they can do to be able to pocket a little bit of extra ETH. So, um, yeah, man, I mean, it definitely is a combo of both, and. Um, I, I still think, though, that the mechanics of it do drive a little bit more, but I'm curious to see how much of that do you think lasts after the Blur airdrop is over with? I don't know, honestly. It really depends on how they improve their UI. Um, yeah, they have some cool tools, but um, like to advertise to be a platform for pro traders is pretty shite, in my opinion. Uh, you, like, yeah, you can do like the, you know, mass collection bid walls and everything, but you can't bid on specific traits. Um, the display and what's listed is also off a lot sometimes. So, yeah, it's a little, uh, it's still a little rudimentary. Crow, welcome up the stage, sir. How's it going? Hey, thanks for having me. Um, I just noticed the, that rocket dude just bought another high return like top 15 in the collection or something oh shoot i haven't had the chance let me see let me see i haven't been on the open seat page that guy like wants all the high shoot. returns or something i don't know dang man you did nice pickup yeah, man let's what see what collect. it is what a collection you're yeah 426 percent return stock that's not bad man and it's I don't know purple how too. you've been finding a way to do it. Yeah, I don't know how you've been finding a way to do it, man, but you have been just stacking grails lately. I'm going for it. <laughs> I had to sell one and scrounge up all the ETH I had, but it was sitting there. wasn't far from the, the floor. I had to do it. Congrats, man. It's a solid snack. I'm going to pin it up here whenever uh, the, the bot ends up dropping it here in a second. Well, hey, um, see if it's already up. Have you heard the the space room room one ten did with Vault? Shoot, dude, did I miss that? Uh, apparently, oh, my goodness, I um, <laughs> I hate myself for missing it. Yes, then I know I haven't yet. 
and I want to check it out. I really wanted to go to that. I had the reminder set. I don't know how I freaking missed that. I think you'll enjoy it from a founder's perspective, all the, the stresses he's gone through and all the moving parts that that project has and how this project doesn't have any of them. I was thinking about you and the two different paths and you know, something to think about. No, I definitely will take a look. I mean, do you mind giving me a TLDR or Rooster? I guess I'm sure you were in there also. Yeah, it was like <coughs> – shit. Almost like a three-hour space. Um, he got his uh, times mixed up and uh, wanted to keep extending it uh, like two or three times. Um, so there really is no TLDR to be <laughs> to be honest. It's uh, uh, We go over – pretty much anything and everything. Yeah, B-Ways actually just wrote up a, a long review. I'll post that to the top. I mean, that's awesome that he spent three hours with y'all. How many listeners were in on that? Um, I think Max at one point was like 400-something. <laughs> no um, way. That's so But awesome, I didn't man. look at uh, the after, like who, how many listens there were after. Freaking love to hear it for the Room 110 crew. Guys, if you aren't following Room 110, check out Rooster's profile, and he has it pinned up there in it. Go give them a follow. Um, they only interview quality people with quality questions, so definitely worth a listen and worth a follow if you have not yet. Is it a Rooster and 80s project? Uh, uh, Rooster, both of us are co-founders. Okay. Yeah, both of us are co-founders, but um, it was actually so it spawned from you know wonky songs. Uh, Dude, your your spaces are amazing. I just wanted to say that while everyone's here, like I've been listening to them over the past week. They're really fucking awesome. They're very interesting and informative. Yeah, we appreciate that. Um, you know, the guys they uh, they try to do things differently, like because a lot of founders when they go on tours and projects and stuff, you know. They get it's pretty much like the same space that gets repeated over and over and over again. Um, so try to format it a little bit differently. Um, you know, keep it a little, go a little bit deeper, keep it a little more live, right? Um, but so essentially, yeah, room was room one ten was founded out of wonky songs. You know, there's uh, me, eighties, cube, graphite, Willy Wonka, Lone Wick, Ao, B Ways, Breath. Magna and Vlad, um, we are all collectively co-founders of Room One Ten, and that's what uh, kind of we've been working on for the, quite a few months now. Just been organically growing and trying to build bridges between projects. Yeah, and I mean the uh, the thing with uh, why am I blanking on his name? No, Bolt. I mean, that's huge, man. Like, the fact that B-Ways was able to secure that is pretty incredible. But, I, I mean, I guess it also speaks to Volt and then just his character for being able to, you know, reach out to the community, want to do those spaces with the people that are in the community as well. So, love seeing him back on the scene. I, You know, I, I will definitely turn that on and listen to it in the background as I do some other stuff. Whenever I'm not hosting one of these spaces, at least. Um, Christine, welcome up to the stage. How are you doing tonight? 
Christine usually rugs at least once as far as, you know, the, the reply up on stage. So I'll give that to her. You know, I know she's going to come through in the next one. Um, we're going to go ahead and kick it over to our favorite evening, Ozzy, slash, I guess, morning, whatever it is for you over there. Bluntman, how is it going? Yeah, dog, going well. Afternoon over here. Love and life. Beautiful, sunny Australia. I'm away home from work, just feeling the vibes, man. Feeling good, feeling fucking bullish as hell. Waiting for that god candle, trying to uh, gather a few more stonky stonks. But uh, that's life, bro. Just uh, going to chime in on the combo when and where I can. And uh, yeah, yeah, love your spaces, man. It's uh, it's good. And and I have to catch that, that space too, Bruce. So that's uh, that's actually a, a sick idea, dude. And I love the ethos of what you said when you'd finished there about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> about just trying to bridge, you know, different communities together. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it's about, man. It's about, you know, community and building that, building that love and trust for one another and, uh, and the culture. So, um, positive vibes and up only man. Love it. Yes, sir. I mean, and right now too, like, I, I think we're still seeing a little bit of that, I don't know. The market's just in a limbo right now. As long as Bitcoin's just sitting here, chilling where it is, I think everything is kind of just in a limbo before it ends up making whatever that next move is. So, you know, like whether we've got to be patient another few days or another couple of weeks, I, I really think that things are going to pick up there closer to the blur airdrop. I'm curious, though, you know, what other what other things are you looking for right now, um, Bog? And, you know, what is your, you know, kind of, outlook as far as the next next few months as well on the nft space oh man uh, i mean i think we're still just going to keep following you know macro and whatever btc and eth does and you know we'll we'll probably have you know another leg up like after this this i mean i hope we get that god candle that'll be so epic that'll be perfect for for everything else but um, you know, it just rotates it happened and the rotations get faster and faster so like now we had about 2 weeks of like absolute dog shit just sending right and then now i think that'll the money the profits from that or whatever is going to go back to blue chips we're going to see those send um you know something like the pudgies hopefully will will lead the charge and um we'll probably do that again um at some point um but uh, and and i think and then we're going to get to the mania phase where everything sends all at once um which is going to be absolutely chaotic but um uh, dude, you said it before, man. I'm looking for when Litecoin starts pumping. I think that's when I start just uh, de-risking from NFTs too. I think that's just a sign from, you know, for you know, like the, when we we gotta go. Like I, I still get like Litecoin notifications. I don't know why of like the algorithm. Like I was never a Litecoin maxi. I think there was like one week in like the big like the end of 2020 where I was like I bought Litecoin before like the 20k breakout. Like and it outperformed BTC for like a very short. But I still like get like notifications and there's like this one guy who just keeps like like writes like memos like post-it notes and he's just like litecoin is gonna go to twelve thousand, and i'm just like oh my god why is this still appearing on my feed i'm paying 32 dollars to elon i have to pay more now to just change my name there's a secret plan where you you get to change your name more than like once a week uh, I'm, I'm joking but like for real like it's it's uh it's it's crazy but i i think we're gonna we're gonna send it's gonna be fun but um 
again, like when it gets super crazy, I mean, we saw the McDonald's wag me post today. That was a little worrisome, but um, I don't know. Like that's we can we can write that off. I don't think that's on the cringe meter. That's not that's not really too high. I think we, we can, you know, just keep well, going. Well, it was and... in a reply, right? Like it was in a reply and a thread. So I'll, you know, if they just made it their slow tweet, if they were bold enough to do that, then I think it would definitely be the, you know, the kind of top signal that we're talking about. But they didn't. So I feel okay about it. Um, Bluntman, what's up? Yo, man. So what do we think? I, I like their uh, analysis there, Bogfather. Just what's a feel in the room about, you know, Gemini, it was almost like um, Gemini announcing um, and filing for bankruptcy. It was like a trigger for the market to go, fuck yeah, yeah. that's what we've been waiting that was, for. Fuck the week, yeah, off we go. Why? Yeah, Why? Man, that? Dude, that reminds me of like 2019. And like, Clay, you keep showing that fractal of like, you know, we were at like a little over 4K and we sent. Like that was like, remember when Binance got hacked? And that was like, I keep, I was talking about this for like months. And I'm like, this if you want to, Look for a bottom. Look for when bad news stops affecting the market. Barry going under, like, and 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 the whole Gemini thing, and we just we're just like kind of yoloing and buying JPEGs and fucking like Aptos is going up five hundred percent. Like that is a clear bottom signal for whatever short term, mid term, whatever you want. Like you know, like Jack was talking, we we had a two hundred day moving average, like a, like a golden cross. Like we're 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 clearly bullish for this time being. Like it's probably a bear market rally, but. Um, you know, and the people—it's like like anything else. Like it's always the the people that aren't open minded, or the people that are not able to like shift their mindset that lose that that just can't or or that need to be right, like the intellectuals or whatever it is. Those people are in the middle of the bell curve for a reason. You know, the bell curve is is real. It's not. It's like a meme because, like any other joke, half of it's it's half true, and and those people are not good at adapting. They probably go to like Starbucks and get the same shit every day. You know, they probably like bang their girl in the same position every day or like like maybe like once every other like week. Let's be honest, if they even have a girlfriend. So those guys can't adjust. They're, they're going to get left behind and they're probably going to long 40K while we're dumping into them. So while we're then we're going to go on like a nice six month vacation or whatever. So that's really kind of what's going to happen. Um, it's diagonal season, you know, like diagonal line season. Just watch everything, send shit, post, have fun, make money, get hilariously rich with the boys. That's what it's about. I agree, man. I, you know, I also think it's like as much as it's about that, I also think it's also about looking long term, too. And then looking out, you know, hey, there's going to be a lot of opportunity in this. Right. You know, like but like you said, Bogfather, I think it's a bear market rally. So it's not going to be something that lasts like a year plus. I, I think it's really just the first half of this year. So there's some opportunity in that. But, you know, the real window of opportunity, I think, is still positioning yourself this entire year for what's going to be coming 2024, 2025. You know, like that's leading into the having. That's where you typically see the most fun start to take off. And I don't think that, you know, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, the halving's going to be there. Bitcoin's immediately going to skyrocket to a new all-time high. I think it probably doesn't until late 2024, early 2025, and the halving's in March of 2024, which is crazy that it's coming up on, you know, closing in on a year away. Um, but it is getting closer, right? So thinking about that, like, Thinking back to the last having in May of 2020, 
um, what was happening around that time, right? Well, you were getting a bunch of bounces off the base. Um, Bitcoin was, I, I guess, bouncing back after the COVID crash. Um, you had, let's see what else. I mean, everything else was kind of bouncing back. But the stock market was actually outpacing Bitcoin. Bitcoin was relatively boring there for a little while. That entire summer it was relatively boring. But if you looked outside of it, you saw a new sector emerge, and that was the DeFi market, right? Like the DeFi started just popping off left and right, and DeFi summer made a lot of people hilariously rich. So I think you're going to have that same type of opportunity um, there at the beginning slash mid 2024, whenever Bitcoin's still relatively boring, um, that's when you'll really have the opportunity to capitalize on whatever the new trend is. Uh, Neb, what's going on? How goes it, everybody? Happy Thursday, wherever we are. Does anybody remember like where they were during the happening? Because uh, I remember very distinctly getting an oil change. And watching, because this oil t- change took forever for whatever reason, uh, and watching the countdown until, like, the block was mined and we officially were there. So, I don't know. I got a kick out of that. Crazy to think that the next one is a year away, like you were saying, Kaleo. Um, and honestly, like, how how what, what are, how do we define something as a blue chip? I mean, obviously, like Bitcoin, Ethereum are, are things to position ourselves in. With NFTs, I guess it's also kind of kind of strange, uh, or I don't know, hard hard to figure out what is a blue chip before something like hits a one eighth floor, you know. So, um, yeah, I I also like what you were saying about positioning yourself well for twenty four, twenty five. I would love to hire a mariachi band while I quit my job and and have them come and play as I am dramatically quitting. Not like because I want to quit my job or anything like that, <laughs> but just goals for the for the for the for the top of uh, of the next yeah. level. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Neb, I had those same thoughts, bro, when I was a like an actual like wage cuck and before like I got into crypto. I'm like, oh shit. I mean, if I ever like hit the if I won like the lottery i'd fucking just be like go to my go to my boss just flip her off and just like walk out we all have those thoughts and now i'm like i'm still like wage cucking because like i still haven't made it made it but i like don't give a shit i'm like silently quitting i do like the i'm like i'm like fucking peter from office space if you've ever seen that movie i do absolutely no work like just not nothing (laughs) nothing i like literally like oversee a team from like india that does all my work and i do no work and like I just I'm like yeah I tell my boss like yeah you know I'm like just monitoring them and I'm, I'm just like delegating stuff I don't even know what I do anymore I'm like literally shit posting all day but I mean that that's is fucking awesome but that's like what you need to find man you got to find your niche man you got to find like the, like that's work that's working smarter not harder right because like you're working for some company that you know what I mean it doesn't matter if, unless you're like like in a job where you actually have to pay attention you know what I mean like ninety percent of jobs you you really don't have to apply like much effort like really unless you're like a doctor or fucking you know doing something like like a firefighter you know if you're like running into a burning building you got to be engaged i don't think you you can't really half-ass that right but you know like i don't know at the end of the day like you'll 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 be fine man don't think about quitting your job just and like like kaleo said it's a marathon not a it's not a sprint you know don't slide slide the fucking leverage to the left 
all right stop being a degenerate right now you know you don't want to get you don't want to get like knocked out and you're not getting rich with the boys because you just you just want to have a little bit too much fun you know like just just chill out now, the no, the day I, you quit your job is the day that the market tops. Like, actually, you know, I take that back. Probably about a month before it tops, right? You know, you're going to have confidence. You're going to steamroll that confidence into a few more wins. And that's the danger. It isn't just that you quit. It's that after you quit, you're going to have another few weeks of just, like, hilarious FU money, making zero mistakes, you're going to think it was a God tier decision because you can't miss anything at that point. And that's when the top is right. Like it's after, not just after you made the decision to quit, because when you make the decision to quit, you're still probably a little bit nervous. You're confident, but you're a little bit nervous. But when the market really F's you is when you are so confident that nothing could happen, that you are in a solid position it's going to rock you into that little boat, rock you into the cradle, and then you're going to fall asleep. Next thing you know, you're going to wake up and be like, fuck, like, are they going to be able to hire me again? And they Dude, won't no, because what? you did show up with the mariachi band. And <laughs> Don't burn any bridges, like, Doc. Don't do it. Yeah. Dude, no, at the end no, of the day, guys... what are you going to do with all that time, Neb? Like, for real, for real. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, unless you're, like, fucking actually doing shit and you're, like, engaged and you, like, force yourself to do shit, like – you know, you're going to get bored, man. Like, like, you know, video games suck. Like, I always thought, like, you know, I was like a pro gamer at some point. I was like, like, oh, I could just do this my whole life. I'm like, no, these things, it just sucks. Like, I'm not going to, I don't want to smoke weed all day. Like, what ambitions do I have? So it's like, yeah, you can manage a job and you could do the other thing. Like, really, it's not, not too hard. And it's like, you have the security. Like, this is a hot take. But if you have, like, a cushy job where you can work from home, and it's not like, you know, you can kind of wing and do other stuff. Like my girlfriend's like is a designer right now. And she uh she has like multiple jobs. And it's like she works less than me and makes like three times like the amount of money because she's like just juggling shit. Like it's like the the work from home meta is like actually where you could be milking shit. That's like the plus EV play. Where you, you can just work three jobs forty hours a week. I'm telling you, if you're like a graphic designer, like you gotta you got to find, like, what your niche, dude. You got to find your beach, and you got to just fucking yeah. milk that shit. Like, you're like and a I... yield farmer, you know? But, again, like, don't don't think quitting is, like, freedom. You're going to be bored, man. Like, no, I don't, like... No, so 100%. Okay, so, like, real quick, I actually love my job. Like, I'm, I was just, like, saying that as, like, an example of, like, the kind of aspirations and shit. And, like, I've thought about a mariachi band since I was, like, delivering pizzas as a way to quit. So, like, that, that's just, like, I don't know. I've always thought that shit was fucking hilarious. Um, no, I, 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 I definitely absolutely appreciate that the life advice about like not leaving your job at the top of the market and being a fucking idiot. Like I, I'm, that is a hundred thousand percent, not the goal. Like the goal is to be nine fig figures liquid for, and that, I feel like that should be everybody's goal. And we, nah, that that's too, dude, honestly, like eight figures is like probably enough unless you're like a, a, a degenerate. A hundred percent, but you aim high and there's no number between eight and nine and eight figures is like absurd, stupid money. But like, why not go even? Yo, Neb, Neb, let me just pause you because I literally was in that boat last bull run. Um, so before you think, man, like teleporting to eight figures was easy. So fuck it. Why not nine? I literally was in that boat. 
right? Like, yo, I'm not saying teleportation I'm saying nine wasn't as there. easy as what I thought it was going to be, dude. Dude, at least you weren't Alex Weiss, dog. He tried That's going from nice. nine to ten. <laughs> And then he went to zero. And, and I know several <laughs> others that went from nine, you know, tried to go from nine to ten to zero, right? Like, you know, uh, decent peep, right? Like, he's another example. You can go down a list of, I mean, heck, Suzu and Kyle, right? Like, why not just throw fucking three AC into the mix while we're at it? I mean, hey, why not one up it one more time? I mean, apparently. $50 billion wasn't enough, so yeah, fuck 11, it, let's throw Caroline yeah. Ellison, Sam Tobacco, and SBF into the mix. Like, fuck it, you know, we can keep going to the examples, Nep, of once you reach a certain level that it's just easy. No. Set a goal, no. be content no. with it, and just, you know, be done. Yeah, no. dude, like, okay, when so you're done, no, 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 you need, you need a plan, Nep. I'm telling you, this is, like, we're just been facts because we're older than you, probably, right? So, Listen, I, I got a dog during COVID. Like, I'm going to tie this in very shortly. Like, I was like, oh, this is really awesome. Like, when growing up, I didn't have a dog. Like, my family was like, they're all germaphobes and shit. They're like, you know, you can't have a fucking pet. You're not going to take care of this thing anyway. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I was like fucking lazy and shit. So, got a dog during COVID. Awesome. I love dogs now. I want to open up a dog shelter. Like, when I'm done, when I have nothing to do. Like, that's something I – like, that'll take up my time. And it's something, like, I think that'll give me, like – you know, a, a sense of, like, purpose. Like, where I'm not just going to be sitting in front of a screen or, like, fucking tweeting 12 hours a day. Like, it's, like, something where I'm like, okay, I'm doing something good. So you, you need to find that thing, too. Not only making the money, but find something. Doesn't it, you know, just, that'll, like, consume your time and it'll be, like, something positive where you, you won't, like, descend back into degeneracy. No, no doubt. And this is And this is very awesome life advice that I sincerely appreciate, and I'm sure everybody else here does. Um, no. Okay. So the reason I aimed high is because the goal is always aim high. You can always do one more than you did last time, you know, like one more rep, one more push up, one more, whatever. So that's, that's like my only reason for throwing out crazy, crazy, crazy things. Um, not, but yeah. Yeah. I, not, yeah. Now that's not just for you specifically, dog. This is just general advice, you know, for, but it's hey, like, it's just like, I, I was just going to say, Bog, let, like on the real though, Ned, it is okay, like, dreaming big is good, right? It is okay to dream big. I'm not saying not to dream big. I think dreaming big, you know, can really challenge you to yourself. But uh, the thing that I want to say is whatever you think is big right now, right, like, just be careful moving those goalposts because if you work hard enough, you're going to get there. And, you know, it's whenever you get there and you start moving the goalposts that you start putting yourself into trouble. Yeah, no, and don't 100%. don't like don't adjust to your means to your new means until you're like there until you're like it, it shits in your bank for real for real. Don't be don't don't live off your fucking unrealized gains like a boss. Like it's unrealized until that shit's realized. Don't buy a new place. Don't buy that car. Don't do that stupid shit. Like don't be that idiot posting like a new whip on on Twitter that they don't you know that they're gonna have to sell you know two weeks later. So like uh, I just, don't buy it. Don't buy it unless you have the cash and the cash to buy another one in the bank. Let's go. You got a little pudgy, though, dog. So you'll be okay. You're on the right path. Yes, sir. Thank you, my friend. Hey, I've been looking at those uh, those, those, those Ponzi's, man, that you've been no, tweeting no, about. No, no, no. We're not. We're not. No. 
No, we're not looking at those anymore. We no, don't don't do it. Nope, no more Ponzi's. Like, are you are you saying it's over? Yeah, for, look at the, the look at the name of the bro? space, sir. Look at the name of the space and look <laughs> at my wallet activity. I bought eighty stonks last night. Like, we're going we're going to quality. I'm done. Like the thing is, there's another thing I've learned too. Like I do have a, a like a little bit of a gambling addiction at times. I, I keep myself in check. I have my own safeguards in place. A lot of you motherfuckers don't, but you got to learn. You know, like when you you know by, when you make mistakes that don't do it again. So I force myself to be a liquid sometimes. And what I did was like, you know what, Paleo's a good guy. Let me force myself to be a liquid in his shit. Like that's my that's just my thesis. And you know. It, it's going to pay off and I'm not going to sell because this is like, this is it. Like, you know, this is what, like you're, you asked actually to tie it all back. You asked like what a blue chip project is. It's the community. It's not just the floor price. Floor price is, is, is part of it. But look at some of these things, man. Boombirds, like you, you mint that like two and a half ETH and you go to 40 ETH like that. Like they're giving you fanny packs. Who gives a fuck about that? You know, like here, you like you're, you know, you got a bunch, you got a, a solid group of guys, like networking everything, like the vibes, like it's the people, the connections, like the alpha, everything, like you know, is part of that. And I think that is what people don't get. What Web three is, it's the intangible stuff. It's not bullshit. It's not a meme. Like it literally is. Like why, like why this is a thing and no one can understand it. Why can't I grasp it? Because tangible value, like that's the only thing people can grasp you know what i mean it's like you know someone like a magician comes up to you and like does a trick it's like oh how did you do that you know it's just like that's like people think like that's what's happening we're just getting hilariously rich and why is this happening it's like you have social like these are like social clubs you know what i mean and like, that's the value and like what what's you know kaleo's done like over the last like 16 months or so with the walkies is, is pretty cool and, you know, like people have been showing up. If you weren't there, man, we were having tiny ass spaces. Even on his main account, we'd have like 60 people, like in like the depths of the summer. It was fucking dark, man. <laughs> like there was just nothing to talk. Everyone was just depressed. We were all poor. You know what I mean? And we just, we just stung or we just stuck around. And it actually wasn't that bad. It, it could have been much worse. Yeah, I was um, going to say, like, you, 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 but the spaces were always positive, right? Like, you know, like the market itself for, you know, like the market may have been dark, but I think the beautiful thing about the spaces were that we were able to just kind of laugh off whatever was going on. Right. Like it was just one of those things where, like, all right, like, you know, it is what it is, but, you know, we're here. We're going to keep showing up and, you know, confident that eventually that'll get us somewhere. Sorry, I thought I was uh, unmuted there. Shekinah, welcome back. You've got your hand up. What's going on? What's up? What's up? You know, still following those tweets and, you know, like, yeah, drinking the Kool-Aid, waiting for this uh, 30, 30K ETH, potentially. Um, but no, my, my my question was more around, and you guys are kind of touching on it now. It's just like, where do you see a lot of these, quote unquote, blue chip NFT projects, you know, in 2024? You know, we have the, what is it, the... Uh, oh my god, doodles by the animation studio, and I'm like, okay, but are like, is that is that them is that, is that their play to develop another stream of revenue, um, kind of crossover into Web two? You also have doodles moving over to Flow, or creating a new collection of doodles for Flow, 
Um, you have some other, uh, I think pudgy penguins or their little pudgies are going over to, um, what is it, to, to Polygon. And now you have Amazon. I mean, you just have a lot of things going on. So just where do you see the, the blue chips, your Moonbirds, your Clonex, um, I guess, Azuki, and who and whoever else you consider a, a, a blue chip? Where do you see them in 2024? So I think that not every single project that's considered a blue chip right now will still be a blue chip in 2024. And I think that there are some projects right now that are not considered blue chips that will be considered blue chips in 2024. And it's just all about how the community and the project is managed, right? Like, you know, I'm trying to think of some projects off the top of my head that were considered blue chips at one time, but like really aren't cool anymore. Cool cat. Cool cat. Yeah, yeah cool that's cats, the first right? one that popped like, up to my head. Maybe, maybe World of Women, right? Like World of Women was a 10 ETH plus floor. Um, I think it's under two right now. And again, not to say that none of these can come back, but the road ahead of them just, I don't think is as easy as some projects that are already at their highs and kind of pushing forward right now. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's all about the thing, like like the projects you mentioned, it's like a lot of VC stuff, a lot of like mega influencer stuff. Like the reason why I'm bullish on the stonks, it was like pretty organic, man. Like it, you got to look for that in the space, and I'm not. I'm not just trying to like push my own, like my, you know, my bags. And it, yeah, I mean, you can push, you can push your bags. I'm fine with that, Bob. Probably. Yeah, yeah. No, but you know, you got to look for. You got to have an eye for like, okay, like what, like it, the the pudgies too. Like I, I was there in the trenches. Like I was literally buying the bottom. Like I was like I doubled down, and I just. Cause like I I don't I got I got a little bit lucky honestly because Luca took over I'm not gonna lie like that that's if he didn't take over we'd be screwed but you know like th- sometimes that you just need a little bit of luck <laughs> like you know like that's just what it's about but you know the community was strong and that's the reason why he bought it in the first place so there was something there it just needed a change in management and that's not a big issue when you have good IP but you know it's that's what you got to look for it's like you stop being obsessed over the floor price that'll come that'll that'll eventually happen. You know, it's just it, people are just rushing. And, and that's the thing. That's why I keep buying so many of these friggin' stonks because I'm like the floor. It, it's not reflected like CT has not adopted NFTs yet. Not even close. There's like slowly trickling in like I like even Kaleo. It's so funny. We all thought he was late in like the summer of the, last year. Right. If, if you were in NFTs. But it's like some motherfuckers are like not even still like not there yet. Like it has not clicked. And I get it, like it, it, but like Kaleo can adapt. Like some, you know, like some people take a little bit longer to adapt, and then you have the people that just won't do it. And you know, we had that talk already. But um, you, you got to look for the other things, the intangible stuff, um, and and that's probably you know the best kind of metric. Um, and and you have to have your own like kind of like check the box things to to look for projects and make your own kind of like like you know thing to your your own like kind of criteria. For, for like selecting what is a blue chip, but those are the those are the things I look for at least. Yeah, I'm trying to find like the Smokey tweet from earlier, Smokey Fasada, uh, um, where he is a CT guy through and through, right? And I haven't talked to him about the stonks one time. You know, he gave it a shout out earlier, saying that he minted a couple and he was just casually sitting on them and, you know, just shouted out everything about like the way that everything happened with it. And I'm telling you, there are so many people on the CT side of things that are larger accounts that have the stocks that are involved in the project 
that just, you know, it's one of those things where because it's not like, you know, a huge thing in CT right now that they're, they're quiet, but I, I want to say dormant is a better word, right? You know, because it, everybody has a certain level where a bag that they have, where they feel enough pride in it, where they're like, hey, I stuck around, like, that they want to flex it, right? And I'm telling you, the stocks will be at that point. Like, it, it's just a matter of when and what those stages are. But, like, there, I'm telling you, man, like, there are a lot of those catalysts that are in place as certain milestones are reached down the road. Um, I'm going to go to King Wabi, and then we'll go to Shekinah. What's going on, man? I, I totally forgot what I was going to say. I had it at the tip of my tongue. I think it, it was uh, when uh, Bog was talking. Oh, yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, speaking about the summertime, I remember those spaces, man. It was uh, him and Hash and his crowd. And, yeah, dude, those summer spaces were in the trenches, bro. And there was only really a handful of us that were still uh, optimistic about the future, you know. Um especially after everything that happened in, in June. But, you know, thankfully we made it out the other side and this whole FTX thing wasn't um, as wild as people thought about, dude. Like, even last week, right, with Genesis announcing Chapter 11, we pumped off of that, man. And, like, even if you had bought, like, any of these DeFi things or some NFTs um, last week, like, you did a, you did a pretty good number, man. So... I I I I'm thinking we're back, dude. I'm thinking we're back, and it's great to be here with you guys. And Kaleo, it's great to be here again with you, uh, um, in another uh, in another foodie space, bro. So, what's what's up next, man? Chicken NFTs? What are we talking about, bro? I uh, I may have not taken a gummy tonight versus last night, so I don't know if the conversation will roll in that same direction you know i know rooster and 80s i think we're on you know another level than i was and like I, I think that's what kind of ended up having the conversation evolve into donuts and what else was it rooster pizza um you yeah know, donuts like, and pizza we we had like an hour-long conversation about the blue chip donuts and pizza um, actually but, you know, yeah, made a whole art movement <laughs> oh, yeah, we, I forgot that we made a whole art movement in the process. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like we're, I think we've got a ways in us in the evening before it evolves into that. But, you know, you never know. Uh, Shekinah, what's going on? Yeah, so this is maybe a little bit changing the subject, but I have to get your, your, your opinion on this. What do you think about the people, and I'm going to say like me, um, who are uh, invested, uh, uh, bought some uh, Coinbase, you know, like shares, um, you know, kind of trying to prepare, you know, for the next uh, bull cycle. What do you think about, I guess, crypto related um, uh, stocks? Yeah, honestly, like I think Coinbase down here probably was a pretty good buy if you bought it in the last couple of months. Let me see. I haven't looked at the price, but I'm just thinking based on the sentiment where where the chart is, I mean, everything, especially after like all the exchange FUD that was out there, um, I mean, they were probably pretty dang oversold. So if you bought it the last few weeks, especially like anything after the FTX incident, you probably are going to do pretty well as a longer term hold. I don't think the Coinbase is going to go away. 
I mean, heck, you could probably even scalp it this year for double what it is right now if Bitcoin takes off with it. So, um, you know, it's a pure proxy type play off of uh, off of Bitcoin, but I am bullish on Bitcoin. So I, I, I would be bullish on those as well. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I will say this too. Usually there's a little bit of a higher decay. I guess it just depends on the market conditions. Um, you know, some of the time with those type of plays, you expect them to perform exactly like in line with Bitcoin and they don't. I mean, occasionally you might get a pure degen type run, like what happened after the lows of uh, March of 2020. And a lot of those companies just went wild. But, you know, on average, I, I've seen Bitcoin outpace those companies. But again, I, I mean, yeah, if you bought if you bought the lows in the past few weeks, I think you're fine. Yeah, no, no, I definitely did. And I mean, I keep kind of, I mean, I feel like I want to kind of like sell, you know, maybe half of it into this, you know, bull cycle, because I don't know what's going to happen next week with the whole Fed announcement, with if they're going to, you know, fund anything. But like, I keep like hoping, I'm like, will Coinbase do a, um, like a stock split? Like, I would love for them. So I'm like, do I want to hold enough in case they do that? And I don't know if they will. But I'm like, gosh, can they just do it so I can have even more? But I don't know if they will. Yeah, I, I don't know, Bogfather, what's up? You got to take off? I think he did take off. All right. Yeah, no, I have no idea. If, uh, I mean, but yeah, I think it's definitely worth a hold, especially until BTC breaks higher from here. So, yeah, you know, taking profits is never a bad idea. So if there's a point where you feel like you've made enough, Take some profits. Definitely do that. Um, BTC Art, what's up, man? Hey, hey. It's good to be on another space. And I just want to say uh, thank you for continuing to host these. Like, uh, goes back to the founder thing. You just keep delivering and you keep showing up. And that's part of what matters. Like it's a, it's a big deal. I started with, I just wanted to say this um, as I was listening, like I started with, with this archetypal uh, idea on, on NFTs. And then we saw it move into this cute, which I think I, I think I was ahead of my time. That's the only thing I'll say about me, but I'm a boomer. So who knows? And then we moved into the cute, right? And then we've moved into the founder. And I think that's where we're finding these blue chips is founders like you. There's a few others. And it's because of their consistency and just resilience through the bear, everything else. But I really think that the meta, the, the forward thinking is, is going to be community based. Um, because we have so many opportunities to actually connect with people, you can see in these communities, and I've heard it throughout the different spaces, people talking about like I was in this community and it, it was just, it was giving me anxiety. It was giving me blah, blah, blah. Me blah. <clears throat> if, if you're in a community and when you have a win, regardless of whether it's your NFT or another NFT, if they're not excited for you or celebrating you, as an individual, because you made a game, then you're in the wrong community. Like who, who do you, who, who is it you call 
when something amazing happens, right? That's your best friend because they're going to celebrate with you. So if you're in a community that's, that, that, that is part of an NFT project and you can't jump in there and go, listen, guys, I just killed it on a trade or I just killed it on, the, on a foot pick or whatever it is. It doesn't matter. And they're not happy for you. You're in the wrong community because I think the community going all the way back to when art, since art has been art, the community decides the value of art and people want to see each other win when they're good people and good people connect to good people who connect to good people who connect to good people. And eventually you find a blue chip because everyone wants what's best for the other person. And for those of you who have not found a space that's like that, I'm telling you, wonky is like that. The wonky spaces, it, you don't, I don't think you even have to hold one. Correct me if I'm wrong, Kaylee. Do you have to hold one to get into the Discord? Uh, no. I mean, there, there are certain channels that are holder locked, but you know, the bulk of where the conversation happens on the GA feed is it. So it's not token gated. You can, you can just get in and ask a question. You can get in and just be a part of the community and you'll see it's good people celebrating good people and being excited because that's what we have to have during the bear. Like, I think those are what are going, I think those are the communities that become the blue, you know, whatever that means, but the blue chip of the next bull run, because who, 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 how insane is it going to be when you've got nobody fighting, everyone celebrating good things while they're happening. And you've got a place to go to celebrate that good thing. And for people to remind you, you know what, make sure uh, let's take some gains this round. Let's uh, let's give back this round. Let's uh, do this thing that's uh, good for our neighbor this round. Like, I think the next bull is just incredible and we should be aligning ourselves with the right communities as far as NFTs are concerned because that's all art is. And uh, I'll check out from here. I just wanted to say my little piece, but uh, you're not going to find a better one than Wonkies. Love and light, guys. Bro, I love having you up here, man. You fire me up every single time that you come up here. Really do. Um, But I mean... It is about the community at the end of the day, right? Where <laughs> that feels like such an overplayed thing, but there's so many other projects that you can go into. And I think you can tell pretty quickly if a project is like how toxic it is based on whatever the sentiment and the conversation around the community rotates. You can tell whether it's a culture that's going to last or whether it's not. Because at the end of the day, the community of people that are invested in the project, they're invested in the collection. They're the ones that really determine where it goes, right? So if you don't have a community that is supportive of each other, that is active, then one, you're not going to be able to have any reach. But two, you're not going to be able to have any staying power either. I think it's funny Um, when people with like fat bags of something are in their own discord and they're like, fuck this, you know, blah, 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 I'm about to list everything, and, like, you know, fudding their own bags into the ground. Like, it, the thought process on some people just doesn't make sense. 
A thousand percent. And that, yeah, so I'm 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 officially put a pin in it. We're moving from not just the founder theory now. Now we're moving into community theory. And that's what's gonna carry us through the next bull, through the next bear, through the bull after that, through the bear after that, through the bull after that. Then our grandkids are gonna be in the community. The be insane. I, I, I just want to clarify, though, like both of what you said right there, neither of them are the new theories like they are the patient theories that have paid off. Because, again, going back to this summer, when you look at the pudgies, you look at the pandas, you look at the play, you look at the seals, a bunch of these projects that we've named that have all done very well recently. What do they all have in common? They've got solid communities and they've got solid leaders that have all stuck around, that have been active, that have been there and been present. But, you know, a lot of people, for them, that's not enough at the moment because they want an immediate whatever return. But you can look and see how it's played out in a longer time frame. A thousand percent. And let me just say, I wouldn't say seals, but I would say, and I think Pons would even agree. It's because of the. Uh, no, nah, I don't want to get. I don't want to give wonkies that much credit, but I. I just. I just remember Cube. I remember people in the early days were like, "Hey, I think this project's got some, got some fire to it. Let's let's go." And then you see people like Ao and Rooster and Cube and B Way and all these other people that are like, you know what, I'm gonna. I'm going to mint it, but I'm not just going to mint it. I'm going to, I'm going to celebrate it. I'm going to participate in it. I'm going to help be a part of the community. And I think not just them, but I think the, I think all good people eventually meet and they, in they, when you find something amazing, all you want to do is tell your fr- friends about it. Right, not dump on your friends. You want to tell your friends about it, and you want to see each other come up together, and you want to help build too. And that's part of that whole community theory as well. Is like, all right, not only are we gonna, you know, pump. We're not pumping whatever. We're building, and we're excited to see it happen as it happens. I I don't do much because I don't know how to do much except. Uh, whenever you make a call, I just, you know, hit, hit buy and, and set a stop loss and a, and a take, take profit. By the way, people, that is the thing that I think that's one of my biggest goals is to make sure that I, 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 if I don't journal it, I'm not buying it. That's my new thing for 2024. If I am not willing to write it down and journal it, I'm not buying it. And I don't know if that's alpha or if that's idiocy. It's just my own thing. But looking ahead to next year and getting excited about it, I think if you're not willing to take the time to put a pencil on a piece of paper and say, I'm buying and I'm selling, you shouldn't buy it. All right. Love and light, guys. Mal, I'm so grateful for this community. It means the world to me, like more than you guys know. And, uh, yeah, peace. Oh, thanks for coming up, man. Like I said, always, always, always appreciate having you up here. Um, let's kick it over to Shoot. Shoot, what's going on, brother? 
Hey, what's up, Kaleo? Um, I can't thank you enough uh, just for your constant, you know, advice and everything you've been doing for the space recently and, you know, for, for years. For, and I cannot thank you enough. Um, I just wanted to say one thing. I've been, you know, listening to these spaces, trying to get into as many spaces as I can, including yours. The one thing that I've heard, you know, emphasize the most is that we're just very early. And I really didn't take the time to think about that till today. Um, I was in my economics lecture in college and my teacher randomly, he went to a slide and the slide started off saying, is Bitcoin money? And, you know, everyone was just like looking at him like he's crazy. And he goes, no, Bitcoin is not money. You know, I just smirked and, you know, I chuckled, whatever. And then right after that, he asked the entire class, which is about 70 to 80 you know, students who here owns Bitcoin or owns cryptocurrency in general. And I was expecting, you know, 10, 20, 30 people. There was, including myself, there was about four people who raised, raised their hand. And I was just shocked with the, with the outcome, um, you know, like, like with, I'm in these spaces all day. And I think there's so many people involved in the NFT and Web3 and crypto space, which, which there are. But, you know, when, you, when you're in this, on Twitter constantly, you only see it from like one side. You know, I kind of saw it from you know, a different side today with the the average, you know, student or the average person just looking in, you know, you know, from, you know, from the outside in, not just, you know, on Twitter spaces all day or looking at NFTs. And, you know, we're definitely still early, you know, including my generation. I thought there were a lot more people involved than, than there really are, at least, you know, from, from that examination. And, you know, it's your, you hit it on, you know, hit the nail on the head with that, how early we are. We have so much room to grow. Yo, I'm curious, man. Like, you know, I appreciate that perspective. I love hearing that type of perspective and those type of stories. So do you mind sharing what year you're in, like at, at your university? Because I'm like curious, especially if you're like freshman, whatever. A lot of the times, one of the things that I've noticed with people that, you know, are in high school or even, you know, in college, especially earlier on, they might be interested in investing, but it's a lot more difficult to actually follow through because you don't have that constant stream of income to be able to do it. So any money that, you know, you do have a lot of the time, like my friends back in the day it was, okay, like what drinks can I buy? <laughs> what food can I buy? Whatever else, basically the essentials, right? So, uh, you know, I'm just kind of curious, like later on after people work internships, sometimes they have the money to be able to set aside or maybe they've got a side hustle and they've been doing it the whole time. That's just kind of the way that I generally profile. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I totally agree with that. Um, I'm in my third year of college, um, and I have an internship now. And thankfully, I have, a pa I have an income, a passive income. So um, I'm just trying to put money on the side, invest. But, you know, from what I see from, from, again, from my university, most of these students my age, older, even younger, you know, they have internships, they have jobs. And I know that because they talk to the teachers, you know, during class, after class, they say, you know, we don't have time to finish this assignment in two days, three days. We have a job to attend to. We have this. I'm not saying everyone has a job. Obviously, it's not the easiest thing to find a job. But I just think most of these students are spending their money, you know, and, and you know, this generation is spending their money recklessly instead of looking at other investment ideas. And once they see like the crypto and the um, Web3 opportunities out there, they'll definitely, you know, the space will just grow even more and more. Oh, definitely, man. And I, I'm telling you, though, that's 
one of the largest demographics that is really yet to be infiltrated. But I think so much of it just goes back to the total capitalization and the total like mindset of what people are looking at. But I mean, it, again, it, it does show you that like there there's a lot of potential. And I, I really do think, especially from the NFT side of things, because I think when, when I think what would resonate the most with the college kid, I really think a digital collectible makes a lot more sense to a college kid than just a, you know, an average coin makes to a college kid. Um, but the fact that you guys are even talking about Bitcoin, I mean, I don't know, like, I, I guess whenever I went to college, like Bitcoin was barely, <laughs> barely embedded. So nobody even really knew. About it back right, then. right. But right. Uh, I mean, so I love the fact that like, it actually is a normal topic of conversation. Um, so, so I'm curious, so, like, to... what else? What else did he say about it? So um, he really didn't like. Of course, he didn't. It was the first day of classes, so he didn't really go into it much. Um, he just said, like, the next couple classes will explain why Bitcoin is not considered money. He kind of explained why it's not money because it's just very volatile, which I understand. But um, he actually asked the class, "What do you guys, you know, what's your definition of money?" And I was kind of being like facetious with him when I when I said, "I'm like, it's paper backed by the government," and then he looked at me with like a, you know kind of weird face he's like it's paper and currencies backed by the government you know it's kind of contradicting himself i know he was alluding to like usdc and you know usd you know all those coins but still he's kind of like contradicting himself there but i i get his point with the volatility it's just you know uh just everyone's like perspective on money i guess sounds like he's teaching with a bias which he shouldn't be doing he should like, right. just be teaching the subject and letting people decide for them for themselves i agree hundred percent. I think if you uh, keep having those back and forths with him, uh, he'll be in the space in a couple months. So keep it up. Let me talk to your econ professor, bro. I'll, I, I can fix him. I got this. I was going to ask him what color his Bugatti was, but I didn't want to go that far. Dude, I would love to. <laughs> I would love to just be a fly on the wall in some of these lectures in some of these different universities where the answers are teaching through some of these courses. But I feel like it really is split down the middle, though, because I also have heard stories about some professors that, like, are completely red-pilled as far as Bitcoin, crypto, whatever, you know, that, like, so have you run into anybody like that as far as a professor yet, or is it pretty one-sided about being pretty skeptical? Yeah, so uh, it's actually from the from the financial aspect, um, you know, from the financial specter, like from the um, accounting and finance and economics, those classes, it's actually been pretty biased. You know, they all they all don't have that, you know, red pill in them. They all think, you know, Bitcoin is not money. But, you know, when it comes to, I don't know, irrelevant classes like English, you know, like the classes you don't think have to do with finance, these teachers actually have like, you know, an idea of, you know, they think they, they, they don't have a one sided, you know, argument. They actually look at the other side, which, you know, I find very, you know, mature like like i think it was uh someone said it you know it's very bi it's not good to teach from a biased you know perspective and i totally agree with that so unfortunately from the in my in my university i haven't seen from the financial you know um classes that there's a teacher that says okay bitcoin is you know a great investment not even saying that but you know something to look into you know i haven't seen that but you know time times will change and hopefully you know these teachers and professors will educate themselves Yo, shoot, what's your major at school? 
Uh, accounting. Accounting. So are you taking like mostly accounting and, and like econ and finance classes then, right? Because I, yes. I just heard you say that English was kind of pointless. Uh, or not like that wasn't your exact words and I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like as someone who does not come from a finance background and, and has like had to take those classes, like the reason that you have to go to like when you go to school and you take econ classes, you take math classes, you take English classes, they have these basic requirements so they can teach you how to think. It's not like, oh, these teachers are giving you these bias. Uh, they're, they're teaching from their opinions and you have to draw your own conclusions. No, you have to draw your own conclusions with, that, with whatever information you're given. But the analysis and the understanding that some of your English professors might have, as opposed to your finance professors, they're more interested in learning about something new as opposed to, okay, this is the way the system works. This is the way things are supposed to go. This number has this value. This value equates to this decimal point, and it all fits on a fucking spreadsheet. I, I, okay, English teachers are not like that. English teachers are scatterbrained. They're like, oh, fuck yeah, let's, let's totally divert from my lesson plan and have this interesting discussion that's come up because that's the way that the conversations moved. And it's kind of like hosting a space, you know? But um, I, I, I think that people that are going to be set in their ways are going to be set in their ways. You can give them new information, and if they choose to retain and understand that information, that's on them, you know? Um, I don't know how much luck you'll have with your finance professors unless you fully break their brain and, and make them resign, which, I mean, go for it. But just, I don't know, something else to think about. No, I totally agree with you. I, I, I cannot agree with you more on that. And, you know, from what, from my experience, at least, you know, like you said, you said perfectly, these English teachers, they actually, you know, they have they think, you know, outside of the box, they don't just have one idea and they explore that one idea. And that's why I love about these English teachers. Um, I definitely don't think they're relevant. I said when it, when, you know, I said, if I can recall exactly what I said, um, I said these financial accounting and economics teachers, when it comes, you know, when it talks to, when I'm talking about crypto and the web three, I kind of like listen to what they have to say. Of course, I care what these English teachers have to say, but you know, this is, you know, when this is kind of the, you know, the, the major, what I'm majoring in. So I'm kind of, you know, listening more what they have to say. These English teachers, like you said, they're very open-minded and I love that. And, you know, I'm not looking to change these professors, you know, ideology, ideologies or anything like that, because that's just going to take up too much of my time. I can only invest for myself and do for myself. But, you know, the, the main focus here is that, you know, there's just so much time ahead of us that, you know, people can, you know, obviously there's going to be people that stuck in their minds, but there's going to be other people that actually, you know, explore other avenues. And once that actually happens, I just think this market's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. There's, you know, there's no limit. I agree with you, man. I think Wappy, you've had your hand up for a while. What's going on? Yeah, I wanted to touch um, on your guys' points about like communities and all that stuff. Um, I think with people like in shoots age, um, I mean, I'm 25, so we're not that far apart, but I think our crowd, um, is going to come around the next cycle, um, more so when you have things like, um, like crypto gaming in the background, right? And if it becomes simplified, you can potentially get like billions of people buying digital assets 
or NFTs without even knowing that they're buying NFTs, right? And if we look at like, you know, the world's population, you essentially have about a third of the world's population that is into these video games, right? So I think for the next cycle or potentially the cycle after, um, you'll have like, you know, that web two crowd sort of bridge over to web three. And there are a lot of things in the background, like I had mentioned in your last space, that as far as the innovation side, there are things that are sort of going to bridge that gap. It's just going to take some time. And, you know, people have to recognize that it might not be the next cycle, but it's probably the cycle after the next one where it's going to be the quote unquote mass adoption cycle. But by that point, I, I, I believe the market as we know it today might look a bit different. But as the saying goes, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes, you know. And um, with these Twitter spaces, I agree on... Uh, I'm sorry if I butcher your name, ma'am. Uh, Shekinah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with a lot of these NFT projects, right? Um, like Sappy Seals, Pudgies, right? Um, and also, like, these ones called Overlords. And there's another project that, that, was, uh, that was mentioned on here. I completely forgot, but a few a few nfts from the solana project from the solana side of things as well they all have like these sub dao spaces where it's like people people forming smaller communities within the larger community within the larger communities right and you know that that's something that's absolutely like admirable dude you had every reason to just walk away and never come back but <laughs> You know, all it takes is time, dude. All it takes is time. And um, sometimes a phrase, time heals all things, uh, does come true. And I'm, I'm bullish. I'm bullish on Phoenix narratives. Essentially, it's like, you know, run it back turbo, rebirth, you know, second chance, redemption, however you want to call it. Um, I, I'm bullish on that. And I, I truly believe that you know, we'll, we'll far exceed uh, the levels of hype and community engagement that we had in 2021, early 22, uh, by next summer. So summer 2024, um, I think it's going to be wild. And uh, Kaleo, uh, Kaleo, sorry, sorry, Kaleo, uh, you had said something a few months back and you were talking about um, an associate of yours. It was an older gentleman. And he just said, survive until 25, essentially survive until 2025. Right. Um, but I think uh, we're going to be we're, we're going to have a grace period, to be honest, not calling for DeFi summer part two. But, you know, next summer, not this summer, but next summer, you know, we might have uh, we might have a gift from God, man. We might have uh, some some pretty cool music playing, man, as far as. Um, you know, exciting things coming out on the markets and um, extreme upside volatility, all that stuff. So, you know, I, I, I largely agree with that statement, survive until 25 and also bullish on communities and never, ever walk away, dude. I mean, if, if you've survived, right, FTX and Terra, I almost got caught in Terra, dude, like so close, man, that was that was like a freight train. I got out of that by the skin of my teeth. 
Um, you know, why leave? Why leave now? If you survived all of those, if you survived Blockfly, Celsius, um, if you survived like you know a few of the DeFi rugs as well, uh, if you managed to escape all the Ohm forks and all that stuff, you know, applaud yourself. <laughs> applaud yourself because like the worst is already behind you. It's nothing. It's nothing but up from here, in my opinion. Love the sentiment, man. Really do. But yeah, you know, if you survived through all this, if you've been around, what's scaring you off right now? There shouldn't be anything. And, you know, I think that's why we're seeing a lot of people come back because a lot of people right now, even with a little blip in the prices, it's giving them just a little bit of hope that maybe this isn't dead. Um, let's go to tip hodl and then I'm going to go over to CC63 after that. Hey, yo, what's goody? Shot for having me up. Uh, I agree with the sentiment. A lot of King Ways, is it? Sorry, I can't see the rest of your name. Um, but you know what? For some people that have been out here for a long time, we have been waiting for the mass adoption cycle for years. And we've been talking about it for years. Every time there is a, there was someone new sort of adopting Bitcoin, coin um like a large air carrier you know a large provider of something you know people were calling it holy shit next summer is the one everybody's coming into crypto so the old term you know we're all early and we're all gonna make it i'm sorry to tell the nft people we're not that early <laughs> early depends on if you can survive like my man says you know, if you can buy, hold, and sit through tummy churning dips, then sure, that's all good, you know. But if you're going to be buying, holding, and watching the price every five minutes, concerned about your situation, concerned about the money, etc., it's, it's it's not that early. Um, and Kalei, I was interested to get your take on crypto is cyclical right we had icos we had masternodes we had DeFi. we've had nft this is now the second season in my opinion the first season was around 2014 when the first nfts were minted on counterparty blockchain um so i'm interested to hear your thoughts on the cyclical nature of crypto and i kind of liken nfts to masternodes a little bit in that sort of a way where there were only a certain number of nodes available and only and those nodes sort of reaped rewards i find this this there's some um in my opinion there's that relates to masternodes somewhat i was just interested to get your take on that cheers everybody yo i never thought i would hear that come out of anybody's mouth not that I'd hear somebody like an NFTs to master nodes. I, you know, I respect it. I don't necessarily agree with it. Maybe be, like that's because I haven't had time to process it fully yet. But I'm, I'm trying to think through it. I mean, master nodes. Here was the thing with a master node, right? I, I felt like it was just another mechanism for hype because it required whoever to, ha you know, hoard these large, large amounts for the, I, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm trying to think through, I, I see what you're saying where there are only X amount, but I, 
past that, I'm really losing what the comparison would be between it. Uh, I, I mean, I think it's a completely different, you know, like, because the thing with Masternodes, Masternodes were a mechanism within the project itself, right? Like Masternodes were not the project. It wasn't what the purpose of each one of those projects were. It was just a byproduct of the validation. Um, so I, I think it's different with NFTs, right? Like, you know, you don't have to own X amount of NFTs to keep the project. Al- I, I don't know, man. I'm I, I'm sorry. My, my brain's really scattered right now trying to piece together a decent comparison with it. But um, again, you know, it doesn't mean that it, there can't be some truth to it. I just, I'm struggling to see it. No worries, mate. All good. Uh, I'll pass it on. Appreciate it, man. Um, Net, oh, I no CC three or CC sixty three is up. Then we got Neb after that. What's up, guys? What's up, Kaleo? Thanks for having me. Um, love the spaces always. Uh, just just great vibes all around. Truly, like people helping each other out, helping people understand like questions and everything. People from all over, you know. Um, college kids to old ass men you know um men and women um but you know on top of the vibes uh, and the community i just wanted to mention like um uh, we've heard a lot about that on this space um but the actual art right the actual art of the wonky stocks is what really drew me um you know i've been in crypto for now t- since 2014 and you know depending on kind of when you get in you just kind of always gravitate to uh to charts i'm not a builder personally but um but yeah you know the charts and the storytelling and the colors and the the indicators you know all of it it's just uh you know it's like the epitome of of a lot of our experiences throughout uh throughout our crypto careers if you will and um yeah i just wanted to give a a shout out to uh to the actual artwork itself on top of obviously our fearless leader in kaleo over here but also um yeah you know the vibes in the community as well um but on top of that we've been talking about adoption and um i forget who i think it was king lobby mentioning gaming um as kind of as as like the next you know big wave that will definitely draw in a lot more people and i think that's definitely going to be the case in some avenues for sure personally i'm not a gamer um so where I'm really, what I'm really looking for right now and really interested for 2023 specifically is the launch of the Saga phone. Um, and I think I was just, I was talking to my brother, who's really big in the Helium ecosystem. Um, and, you know, Helium's moving over to Solana. They're going to be supporting the Saga, or the, yeah, the Saga phone. Um, and I just found out that there's like only 2,500 Saga passes which were these NFTs dropped to people who pre-ordered the Saga phone, which is like 2,500 is not a lot on a, you know, on any scale. But um, I'm curious to get your thoughts, uh, Kaleo, and then anybody else who wants to chime in um, on how you see that going. Um, Because to me, you know, hardware is, is a huge market for crypto, Um, you know, and it really hasn't been, iterated upon since your initial miners um and then we kind of got this new decentralized wireless thing with helium as well which was a new form of mining but putting 
you know, crypto native hardware in right now, thousands of people's hands. Um, you know, that's a really exciting idea for me. Um, and, 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 you know, obviously there's going to be kinks, there's going to be things that just don't work out initially. And there's going to be, I'm sure there's gonna be hacks and whatnot, new, uh, risk factors to take into account. But, um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm curious to get this community's take on that because i do see that being a huge area for growth in the not so distant future so i'll yield now i mean i think it's mandatory no i was gonna say i think it's mandatory like it that area needs to grow because we have to make this stuff easier for people Uh, i mean i think you know it's with all the scams that have been happening recently I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, the tech is, I mean, yeah, people are being, uh, what do you call it? Like they're being negligent and and holding like their thousands and and millions. But at the same time, like if the the tech is easier and if we want mass adoption so bad, we have to make it easier. So I think I want to see more competition in the hardware arena. I want to see someone go after, you know, the, um, the ledger market, you know, go after like what they're doing, you know, like, like, make something better than what they're making, make something better than MetaMask. Don't let them just kind of hold the market and be the, and, and be, you know, like the, the Kings of that space, you know, that, that niche area, but there needs to be more, there needs to be competition so that there's um, better products being made that can bring mass adoption because it's so much easier to use. Yo, sorry. <laughs> I uh, well, I was snacking on a little bit of dinner um, and had my mouth full there at the end of it. Might have missed a little bit of the end of the question there as well. I'd rather be honest and just talk about some type of bullshit. But, y'all, I, I actually do apologize. I do have to wrap up this space. Um, I, I'm sorry to just stop so abruptly like this. Um, I, I, I've got a couple things that I've got to knock out. Um, and yeah, you know, appreciate everybody hopping in. We've got tomorrow morning at, uh, let's see, 1230 Eastern time, the wonky stonk weekly alpha space. Make sure to check it out. Follow Ledgeart. Look for the, um, notification for that coming. Um, but yeah, you know, appreciate everybody hopping up here. It's been a solid conversation. Really have enjoyed it. And yeah, looking forward to more of these. We're doing these every single day. I told myself I would do these every single day until Wonky Stunks hits a new all-time high. Uh, whether that's two days, two weeks, two months, you know, two years, whatever it is, we're going to keep it rolling. So The cream rises to the top, Kaylee. The cream rises to the top. That's what I want to hear. That's what I like to hear with that. We'll go ahead and cut it out. See y'all later.